Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm going to talk about resolutions. It's January. Time to think about the ways in which we want to improve our habits, our behavior, how we interact with people. Everyone knows the old classics. Stop smoking, eat less, exercise more, be more organized. And we're going to talk about some of that. But there are lots of other possible resolutions that are also life-changing or at least life-improving. I've been proposing some of them to you during the past month. And today, we're going to talk about what you can do if you don't actually know what you want to do with your life. So let's start with a story from Esther Griffin. It appeared in Chicken Soup for the Soul from Lemons to Lemonade. And Esther told us that she was feeling just fine, was only in her mid-50s, but then she strained her back at work when she had to move this old, heavy wooden desk for the phone guy. He wouldn't move it, so she had to do it by herself, and she felt the pain immediately. She was bedridden for days, and then she finally hobbled to her car and went to the doctor for an x-ray. And the doctor said that her back would heal, but the x-ray had revealed a spot on her kidney. And then a CAT scan revealed a cancerous tumor. Esther had the tumor removed, but it was a type of cancer that would not respond to treatment. And so the doctor said they couldn't predict whether they got it all. And if they hadn't gotten it all, it meant she only had one year to live. So they told her to take a cruise and enjoy herself. First, Esther fought back. She wasn't even old enough to collect Social Security, which she had been contributing to during all her years working in the school district. But then she decided that if she only had one year left, she was going to make the most of it. And she was finally going to focus on what she cared about. She says, If I had only a year, I was going to make it count. A plea for volunteers at our local zoo appeared in the newspaper. I signed up for the 23-week course to learn all about animals and how to handle them. The newsletter for my genealogy society arrived, hand-printed, with genealogy misspelled, and a plea for a volunteer editor. I only had a year, but I could surely do better than that, so I became an editor. Editing that newsletter made Esther realize that she could write. So she decided to use some of her last year to write, and she sold a few pieces. She gave away many of her possessions and all her art supplies while she waited to die. And she continued doing things that she had a passion for, making every day of that last year count. When the year ended and she was still around, she decided to take advantage of her reprieve. After all, how much more time might she have? So she continued to do everything she had ever wanted to do. She took Spanish and Russian. She taught night school courses in genealogy and family history. She spent as much time as she could with her young grandchildren because she wasn't going to see them grow up. Well, now that woman 
who got her death sentence in her mid-50s, is in her 80s. She saw all 10 of her grandchildren grow up, and she has four great-grandchildren, too. She's been a zoo volunteer for more than 25 years. She's the editor of a local historical society newsletter, and she's had several articles and a couple of children's books published. She reports that she continues to live every year as if it's her last, and that's a strategy that has been working very well for all 25 of her last years. You don't need the threat of dying to figure out what you really want to do. Just pretend you're Esther and you've gotten that very uncertain news. What would you do if you had one year to live? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hearing she had one year to live gave Esther the motivation to figure out what she wanted to do with her life. And J.C. Sullivan figured out another way to tap into her true desires. Well, actually, it was her brother who figured it out. J.C. told us about it in our best-selling book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Find Your Happiness. So here's how J.C.'s brother helped her. She was whining to her brother one day about how much she hated her job in banking. And she said she didn't know what she wanted to do instead. Her brother had a great suggestion. He said, imagine that you just won the lottery. What would be the first thing you'd do? Without even thinking, JC blurted out, oh my God, move to Italy. She had dreamed of living there since childhood. JC's brother said, then do it, move. I'm sick of hearing that you hate your job. I'll come visit. J.C. pointed out that she had a ton of debt, but her brother didn't want to hear about it. He said she should start saving, do whatever it took to get out of debt, and focus on her goal, moving to Italy. There's a quote by Henry Ford that I love. It goes, Obstacles are those frightful things you see when you take your eyes off your goal. J.C. focused on her goal instead of her obstacles. She threw all her energy into getting out of debt. She also canceled absolutely everything that cost money. She stopped carrying cash, and she put her credit cards in the freezer. She paid down her credit cards, started to build up savings, and practiced her Italian. Her whole focus was on getting to Italy. As she did this, she found that her work stress diminished, even though she was still at that job in banking that she didn't like. She also played a little mind game with herself, packing a suitcase, and putting her passport inside it ready to go. She says that every time she saw that passport inside the suitcase, it made it real for her. And then the day came, and J.C. was off to Milan. She says, I didn't know what would happen in Italy, but one thing was for sure. Even on its worst day, it had to be more interesting than my boring life as a stressed-out, debt-ridden banker. So it's a great idea, right? Imagine if you won the lottery, what would you do? JC says, my imaginary lottery win forced me to listen to my inner voice and that imaginary lottery ticket turned into a real plane ticket. Deciding to move 
was a turning point in my life. My brother, Sean, knew that money had always been my obstacle. He simply removed money from the discussion and asked me to envision a different reality. Because so many of us use money as an excuse not to do something, I love this way of thinking and still use it when I'm trying to decide my next steps. So, you know, the funny thing is that I used to employ that what would you do if you won the lottery question when I was in college and I was interviewing poets in Brazil for my senior honors thesis. I always asked them that question as a way to get to know them. As soon as you ask someone what would they do if they won the lottery, they get a dreamy look on their faces and they really do get in touch with their true path to happiness. It's a great way to figure out what you want. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about our new books and everything else going on at Chicken Soup for the Soul, join the more than 2 million people who follow us on Facebook, Instagram, X, formerly called Twitter, or visit our website, chickensoup.com. And if you'd like to learn more about the books I mentioned today, Chicken Soup for the Soul from Lemons to Lemonade and Chicken Soup for the Soul Find Your Happiness, go to our website, chickensoup.com. You can also order these books on Amazon, walmart.com, bn.com, and other online booksellers. And please come back for our next episode. We're going to talk about a really fun resolution, and that is to make sure that you add a little delight into your life. Have that special coffee. Rent a cool car when you're on a trip. Give yourself a treat once in a while. New Year's doesn't have to be all about doing the hard things. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.